This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. What's up, everybody? Jack Maloney here with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Proxies, and Basketball Network. We're here for our special season preview podcast. I'm with my guys, Chris Barnwell and Matt Cianfrone. We're about to talk about the Washington Wizards. Last year, uh, fifth in the Eastern Conference, 46-36. and 36. Um, They obviously lost Pierce. Uh, Kevin Serafin's gone as well. They brought in Jared Dudley, Alan Anderson... Uh, Gary Neal, apparently, um, they they in the draft got Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, and I don't think they drafted anyone else. I think that was that was it for them in in the draft. So uh, you know, last last year the season ended in the second round uh, to the Hawks. John Wall broke his his hand, which really swung the series. Um, I mean, they still gave the Hawks a good run, but it was going to be tough without, you know, without Wall 100%. Uh, so this year, it's it's pretty much the same crew. I mean, no Pierce, but everything else around him is is pretty much the same team. Uh, you got Wall, Bradley Beal, Nene Gortad, and and Otto Porter. Like that's that's the crew they were running with most of the time last year to start anyway. Yeah, it is most of the same people, but I think there's a few key differences. Like, losing Seraphim was actually a bigger deal than you would think because their backup center is DeLon Blair. And I guess they can go small with uh, Gooden or Humphreys at center, maybe even Nene, even though I wouldn't really do that. Maybe they could also do with Otto Porter. Uh, hey, I'm all behind anything that's going to bring back the true Gooden for MVP Twitter account. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm behind through Gooden playing some minutes, but... Remember when he started shooting threes, and it was just the best thing in the world? <laughs> he like, shot a lot last year, I feel like, for Drew Gooden, and I guess that's the idea, like, you just go small with Drew Gooden at backup center, and stop weighing on the per- uh, at the floor, and just shoot teams into oblivion, I guess? So, you know, Gary Neal... I'm going to out in with Drew Gooden at center, and I'm going to just record it and watch it over and over and over again. Uh, this, this year in general for them feels like a placeholder. Like, it's just like, oh, hey, look, Kevin, John Wall's here, and he's really fun to play with. And you hope it, like, entices Durant enough, and that's it. Because they, they didn't do anything, obviously, to make a big jump with this main core. I mean, it's if we don't get Durant, we'll figure it out with Beal and Wall and Gortat. But, it, you know... That's the storyline. It's going to be the Wizards all year. Is can they do enough to make it appeal? Yeah. He shot uh, a career high 59 three pointers last year. May 23. 39% shooter. Just saying. He, uh. Yeah, he was down from the year before, though. He shot 41% uh, two years ago. <laughs> on, 17, yeah, on 17. On 17 attempts, but. Don't worry about that. Also, he was apparently a small forward in uh, Memphis. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't believe that that dude is only thirty-four. Like, 
how is he only 34? He's been in the league for like 25 years. <laughs> yeah, and he always like, like he like disappears for a little <laughs> bit and it just pops up somewhere and it's like, oh, hey, Drew Gooden's here today. I mean, didn't they find him at like a, a Gold's Gym or like 24-hour fitness or something? He was just like playing it pickup? Was, it was something, yeah, it was something like really weird. Like I think the Bucks <laughs> and this beat him. Dude, he had a really bad contract. <laughs> uh, Wait, who gave him a really bad contract? The Bucks. Oh, the Bucks, yeah. Why? Because that's just because what the Bucks do. Was, <laughs> yeah, this was when they were competing for the eight seed. Yeah, they gave him a five year, thirty-two million dollar <laughs> contract, and this beat him with two years of thirteen point three six million left. <laughs> Drew good in the God, that is amazing. <laughs> and then he just, like, he pops up in Washington and, and, and like, he's productive. Like, that's the yeah. crazy thing. It's like, he's actually been legitimately productive. Yeah, he was, like, a, a key player in the playoffs. Like, he, they needed him. <laughs> but, you will never find a single bad word said about Drew Gooden from me because he was on the, uh, he was on the Magic with, T-Mac years, and just, I loved that team so much, so I was like, Drew Gooden, you are one of my now favorite players as a kid. I said a lot of bad words about Drew Gooden when he played for the Bucks. to be honest. How dare you? Before I embraced the Drew Gooden for MVP thing, like, everything was horrendous, and he was, like, playing a ton of minutes because I don't even remember why, but he was. My, my favorite Drew Gooden thing is how he's, like, a huge, like, fan of cheese and he's like on first name basis with like the cheese guy at his grocery store and just like it's all about trying new cheeses I mean, have, you ever, have you ever gotten into cheese there's a lot of them and some of them are really good <laughs> I thought for sure you were going with the weird like hair patch thing where he just had like this square shaved and like <laughs> just that square of hair on the back of his head and everything else was shaved he, he had the braided beard too I don't think anyone was expecting to uh, to listen to this podcast and just be bombarded with six minutes of Drew Gooden talk, but I mean, here Wait, we this are. Is not the Drew Gooden podcast. <laughs> Drew Gooden, yeah. So I think we finally found the name for the podcast, the Drew Gooden podcast. <laughs> All right. Do we have any any final thoughts on Drew Gooden, or are we good to move on here? Drew Gooden is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Alright. <Yeah. laughs> I think. Somehow spent one season, played, according to basketball reference, he has spent one season with Memphis, Dallas, the Clippers, the Spurs, and the Kings. That's he was on the Spurs? <laughs> he was on the Spurs! 19 games! Started one. When? Uh. 2008-2009. I have zero recollection of that ever happening. Yeah, I don't, was that I don't the title in Sacramento? 
Oh my god, it's 2008-2009. Okay. He played for Chicago, yeah. Sacramento, and San Antonio. All in one season. Uh, I wonder if he played. This is incredible. Yeah. I'm so happy we're just like looking at Trigger's <laughs> career right now. Like, I'm starting to think we should literally just like start a new podcast about the Wizards and, have, and just post this one up as a Drew Gooden discussion. I'm not even joking. He, yeah, here he is. Here he is getting a hug from Tim Duncan. That's incredible. Wearing number 90. <laughs> it doesn't look like he played in the playoffs. Oh, no, he got eight minutes in a playoff game for the Spurs <laughs> that year. <laughs> that must have been like some garbage blowout game. They lost the series 4-1, to one, so it wasn't very good. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, apparently that did happen, but I, <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> that was his last bit of playoff experience before he was with the Wizards. <laughs> Drew Gooden, what a career. We need a 30 for 30 on Drew Gooden's career. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm, I'm just trying to like imagine that locker room, the Wizards locker room. Like, you've got Wall and Beal and Porter, who are, like, super young guys. And, like, Marcin Gortat, who has, like, a pet pig, and, like, <laughs> it's just weird. And then, like, old men like Nene and Drew Gooden and Al Harrington was on that roster for a little bit last year, I think. <laughs> like, I can only imagine what that had to be like. <laughs> I want to be a fly in that locker room. Um, wait. Did did you guys know that Drew Gooden tried to play for Finland in the World Cup last year? I remember yes, that. I do. I do remember that. <laughs> I apparently his mother is Finnish. Yeah, and like he like appealed and they said no or so like it came too late <laughs> or something. So the only reason he couldn't do it is because it was too late. It was something weird like that, but like he would have been the second guy with NBA experience on that roster. They had the Eric Murphy yeah. guy, I think. Eric Murphy. Murphy, that's right. So, like, Eric Murphy and Drew Good leading Finland to the Olympics. Gold <laughs> medal. The Finns. Alright. So, we... <laughs> we've covered Drew Gooden. Um... <laughs> We're good, we're good on the Drew Gooden, the Drew Gooden talk. <laughs> we literally spent like 10 minutes on Drew Gooden. <laughs> what, what else do we... I guess we should talk about Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't play a lot. I feel like he doesn't play a lot this year, though. Yeah, I... I think he might early. Like, if... Because Dudley's out... Like, Dudley's going to be out for a while... Alan Anderson is apparently hurt now. Like, isn't going to be healthy for sure. camp. It's like, I don't know, he might get minutes early, but yeah. I could kind of see him just, like, being like Otto Porter two years ago when he just, like, remember, like, they barely played Porter and, like, everyone just kind of forgot about him? Yeah, the, the, I guess it comes down to, like, do you think Randy Whitman does the whole, like, we're never going to play small until the playoffs thing again? If he does, then like, it's hard to see Oubre playing a lot. 
But if he's like, no, we're actually going to play small the whole season, then I guess there's minutes because you shift Dudley down to the small ball four where he wants to play. And, like, I can see Ubre taking minutes from Alan Anderson. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone knows, <laughs> knows what Coach Whitman's up to. I think they have to play small this year just because they don't want to play DeWan Blair at center. They don't want to play a lot. Yeah. I mean... So I, think they're gonna, I think he's going to be forced into playing small. And Kelly Oubre, I think he's going to be more of a gunner. So I think that might get him some more minutes than Otto Porter did, than Otto Porter got. Because Otto Porter couldn't really shoot. Oubre is just going to go out there and fire away. I sure. like Oubre. So you think... Yeah, I, I was a fan. I like I like the fit there too, and like I like the idea of just like Washington just going super athletic around Wall. Yeah, and just they have to push the pace, which they haven't done enough. But like you just let Wall and Porter and Beal just run around and and do crazy things. Like that team could be really fun and really hard to play nightly. Yeah, like uh, I don't know that you. And, like, maybe that's part of the reason he did it last year is, like, waiting to go small until until the the playoffs because you just can't do it 82 games. But, like, if you got a playoff series and you have to just – and they go really small and are just flying around everywhere, like, I mean, that, that's just going to cause so much havoc and be so just, like, obnoxious to play against and you're not going to be ready for it. It's – I mean, yeah, they – I don't really see how they can get better than last year, but like, they're gonna be such a pain when they make the playoffs. Like dealing with Wall and Beal, like yeah, they could get better just by the fact that they're playing small ball all year, which we've seen in the past is they're clearly better at doing. Well, for me, like like, and I love Paul Pierce, and he was great at times, but like Jared Dudley's probably a better small ball four than. Pierces right now because he kind of embraces things, is a little bit better of a defender right now. So I can see their ceiling, like you said, in like a playoff series when they go small. Like Jared Dudley and Pierce's spot can be really good if Jared Dudley makes a bunch of threes again like he did last year. Yeah. And I mean, apparently, like I just kind of assumed. Dudley was going to be out for a while um, and just like didn't bother to actually look it up until right now and like apparently he like might actually be back by the the start of the season now um, so yeah he, wow that feels really early because yeah I thought like you like he told Zach Lowe it would be like January or something yeah that's what hearing, that's what I was thinking too but uh the Washington Post just wrote, like, literally, like, five hours ago um, that he could be back in time for the opener. So, like, I, I would just kind yeah. of assume he won't be, and that'll be a few weeks. But, yeah, he's he's certainly going to be back sooner than later, like, sooner than I was expecting, at least, which is good for them. That'll be big. Yeah, that'll be big for them, especially if Otto Porter's for real, which I guess is really the big question right now. Like, yeah. He kind of just burst onto the scene in the playoffs and it was like, oh wow, he can like actually help people. Yeah, I guess. he can do that for a full season. I guess that would be, like I was saying, I don't see them getting better. I guess that if Otto Porter is like, takes a leap, I guess, is like, 
that could be a real problem for other teams if Porter is all of a sudden, like, for real. What do you guys yeah. think of their bench? Uh, I don't... It's not great, but I think you could get away with, like, if you take Wall off early with the starters, kind of like the Mavs do with Dirk, and, like, just play Wall with bench units, like, you can get away with it because he's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Like, like Neal, he's hitting this. Like, they're professionals, at least. Like, Ramon Sessions, Martel Webster's, apparently, like, I don't even... What I happened? never hate Webster when I watch him. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Like, bad. what happened to him? I He's still on the team, but, like, I guess he was hurt. I don't know. I thought he had, he had, like, an injury last year, like a yeah. back injury or something, I think. Like, I don't know what he's up to. I probably should have looked that up, but, uh, like, Alan Anderson, like, I mean, Humphreys, Gooden, like, they're not spectacular, but those dudes are all pros. Like, I, they'll be okay. They're not going to be tremendous bench unit, but I don't think that's something that other teams can, like, take advantage of. Yeah, I think, I like how versatile it is, personally. Like, they can play a lot of these guys at different positions, yeah. which will be really helpful in going up against, like, different matchups on a night-to-night basis. Here's the thing I wonder, like, I think a lot of people would, like, and, and I agree with you, Jack, where it's like it's hard to see them getting much better, but I feel like people are going to be like, oh, well, John Wall makes the lead. Like, and, and I love John Wall, but he's already like a top five point guard, like, yeah. arguably <laughs> right in that discussion there. Like, how much better can he get? So, like, I feel like saying, well, they can be better if John Wall makes the lead discounts how good he is right now. Yeah, it's like, unless he starts shooting 38% from three, like, I don't. I don't really see how much better he can get unless he also. I think Bradley Beal making a leap is a lot more important. I absolutely agree, and hopefully it happens because if he does, he's going to go from quality role player to like star level starter. Yeah, and like I want personally, I kind of want Kevin Durant to end up in Washington because I love the idea of like Durant uh, and Wall playing together. That'd be awesome. But, <laughs> If Beal doesn't make that leap, I don't see any way it really happens. Like, he, yeah, he's coming home, but he's got to be coming home looking at a team going, okay, we can win a title, and Beal has to have made a leap for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, he's playing with Westbrook right now. Like, he, he's not going to leave Westbrook to uh, unless he really thinks, like, I'm going to win, win a title. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're not leaving Westbrook and Ibaka unless you think you're going to players who are almost as good as Westbrook and Ibaka. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys have any final thoughts on the Wiz? I think what defines their season is, are they going to be a good regular season team this year? Because they've had a lot of stretches in the past where they've hurt themselves in the playoffs with seeding by just these really bad stretches to play. Like, I remember the way they finished last year was not pretty at all. Like, they just, they limped into the playoffs. It didn't look good. And then they crushed Toronto, gave Atlanta a run for their money. So, I guess, really, can they actually be a good regular season and playoff team? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it just, like, Randy Whitman's going to make so much impossible. Like, I don't think they can be a good regular season and playoff team because I feel like Randy Whitman can only, like, put together one great thing, so he saves it for the shorter one. Um, but it'll be fun to watch, at least. Like, I really like watching this team because 
of John Wall, really. But, you know, they'll at least be entertaining, which is something for the Eastern Conference, really. Yeah, no doubt. They, I mean, Wall is tremendous. You can't really say enough about him. Um, did you hear what he did with the uh, orphanage? Yeah, he orphanage. donated like 400 grand or something. Was it an orphanage? I think it was like a foundation that helps homeless yeah. people, but I don't think it was an orphanage. But it was like $40,000. Yeah, like it donated a lot of money. It was uh, 400K. Yeah. 400, that's all. John Wall a group that helps homeless children by showing up and donating $400,000. Yeah, but he did the Dougie one time, so he's bad. He's a bad basketball he's, man. He's maybe one of, like, and there's a lot of really great people in the league, but, like, you've got to just be in the top five of, like, yeah. great people. He's, like, one of the nicest players, like, that just uses his status to, like, do nicer things. He's just a great dude. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, the thing with... Um, what was that little girl last year, or maybe two years ago when uh, he like kind of yeah I think it, he like befriended that girl. Yeah, her, uh, when uh, he played the when he donated when he uh, played that game for Maya because she died of cancer earlier that morning. Yeah, like yeah. he just had an incredible game too, and it broke down in the interview. That was just like wow, this dude. Yeah, he's he's the he's the real deal. Um, the Wiz obviously gonna have another solid season, most likely. I see them around the same same spot as last year, fifth in the East. Sounds about right. Um, but yeah, they're gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, this is Jack with my boys Chris and Matt. Here's our guy DJ Los Latino playing this out. Peace. This ain't jump, this ain't slam, the name of this record is bounce.